this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Fun fact, my high school didn't let me win the superlative I was supposed to win. Can you believe? Wait, what was the superlative? So it was obviously most changed since freshman year. (laughs) And they thought, and I wanted it. Obviously, I wanted it. We just want to say a huge thank you to Stitch Fix for sponsoring this episode of Don't Mess. If you don't know, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com slash mess, M-E-S-S, and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can just sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. I think my brother used Stitch Fix, and I kind of, you know, as brothers do, was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But then when they contacted us, I looked at it and signed up, and it was so easy, and I love the concept of it. I put in all of my sizes, what I was willing to spend, my style, and the box came, and I only sent one thing back because I loved everything else. Yeah, Chris got these like black jeans and like plaid shirt. Yeah, it was and like nice the and way thick. he had, like, yeah, mm. he put it together. I was like, he was walking down the street. I could tell it was a good outfit because he made me take a lot of photos of him. <laughs> I was like, that's when I know he's like feeling himself. And I think it looked really good too. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash mess, M E S S, and you'll receive an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash mess. That's stitchfix.com slash mess, M-E-S-S, to get started today. Welcome to Don't Mess. I'm Chris Clemens. I'm Christine Sidelko. And, and I have, have a butt. butt. And, and everyone, everyone has, has a butt. butt. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. And sometimes things come out, out of that, that butt. butt. But, you but you need to know that you are normal, normal because of it. it. Listen to our our podcast, podcast, Don't Mess, Mess. every Friday. Friday. And Don't Mess is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox, if you haven't heard of it, is a podcast app available on iOS and Android. It's one of the fastest growing apps for podcasts on the market. And you can listen to Don't Mess uh, on your other podcast platforms, but I hope that you give CastBox a try. I think it's a really great app. You can find all of your favorite podcasts on there, including, hopefully, Mine. Okay, guys, we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back, back. I keep saying things. This salad is changing my life. So don't mess. Um, we smoked before this, as per usual. That's why I'm saying these things. Um, also, I'm Chris. No. Okay, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, he's Chris. And who do we have today, Chris? We, okay, today is a very exciting episode because... About a year ago, I filmed a video where I got high and interviewed strangers, and one of them happened to be this girl named Corey Ray, and she is transgender, and we wanted to bring her on because, one, she is one of just, like, the bubbliest, funniest, like, 
you just there's such a spirit about her, but also <laughs> I there's just like such no, a spirit. No, I love that. No, you. but like there is like an energy about you that's like different than the people you meet here. Thank you. I guess I appreciate that. I agree. I just don't use words like that, but basically <laughs> I would describe. Okay, it well, we're on a podcast, so I'm trying to describe <laughs> I get, something. I get the vibe, <laughs> but also. With this podcast, we want to always try and learn more and get to explore the world and ask the questions maybe that some people feel embarrassed or whatnot to ask. And this is an episode that I feel like I know an embarrassingly little amount about. Just honestly, anything in the LGBTQ whatever community. I didn't mean to say whatever, but... Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a question or no? No, well, I was Wait, just... Wait, I thought you were introducing it. Oh, well, I was... Oh, yeah, you should say say hey. Hi. Sorry, we smoked before this. That, was, that we, was a really fab yeah, intro thing. That, that was really that sweet. Oh, my... Well. Yeah, I um, thought I was really stumbling. No, I liked that. Oh, Thank you. That yeah. was sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. You're so this welcome. This is long overdue, us having, like, the little reunion that I know. we needed. Wait, what did you first think when... I like how what did you as the person getting asked to be in a video yeah. what was were you like who is this crackhead okay, on so Hollywood like, I was coming from a company-wide like work meeting and I really I was like going to the bank I walked that way every single day like it's Hollywood Walk of Fame really like lo- along those stars next to Sunset and Vine building I was like look up dodging the puke and vomit and the homeless people yelling at me although sometimes I feed them and they'll be like what I don't want quinoa and then I'm like oh my god my friend she told me she's like I once gave a homeless guy um, like French toast he's like I don't like French toast it's like (laughs) beggars literally can't be choosers choosers. yeah I keep saying that, but I didn't want to say this on this. Um, oh, I don't have a problem. True. It's literally, I think, how the phrase came about. <laughs> <laughs> true. Like, I literally think that's just Wait, how like, the phrase came fast, about. Big Rule facts, of thumb mood. means uh, it started because there was a law that you were allowed to beat your wife as long as it didn't leave a mark uh, bigger than the size of a thumb. Are you serious? And, like, and then obviously it kind of, like, morphed, but, like, that's what rule, that's where rule of thumb, like, the, that's the root of rule, the rule, rule of thumb. Oh Thank my you god! Wow, go. this podcast is like a minor <laughs> little educational. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! Wow, um, who actually thought that we would get this educational? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I walk that way every day, and like honestly, you were like, "Hey, do you want to be in a video?" I was like, "I'm probably too high," and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm high too!" And I like that so moment, just up. like. It was crazy though. Like we had this cool like little video. I left. I really didn't know much about YouTube. I don't watch YouTubers. Same. And so Same. <laughs> I thought in the moment I was like, okay, whatever. I honestly was like, it's probably just some kid who like did is doing YouTube. That's, you know what I mean? Wow. I didn't really think anything. I thought well, nothing of it. it. it you told, I'm just, you told um, me your name. An adult. You told me like, <laughs> like Chris Clemens. And I was like, okay, like sure. And then I was on a date like the next day. I think it was like a Wednesday. Don't ask me why I know that. I'm good at dates. And I was on this date with this guy who was like really Were you fine. good on that date as well? Where I was, was I what? Didn't you just say you were good at dates anyway? Stupid joke. Continue. I don't know. Did I? I don't know. Um, I don't think <laughs> I did. I don't think I remember, remember saying that. But oh. I am good on dates, I think. <laughs> Although I'm single, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I just thought nothing of it. And then I was on the date and my phone started blowing up. And people tell these stories like all the time, but it's true. It happens. Like my phone just started blowing up, and I was like, "Okay, Columbus interesting." Times. Like, I mean, I've done, like I've been writing for a good amount of time. I was like, maybe you know, a lot of people found a post of mine someday or whatever. And I look, and everyone's like, someone was like 
tagged you and it's like Chris uh, Chris Clemens like I found her whatever and I recognized the name I don't know why how I got to following her but you like DM me and then everyone was like look on his Twitter Chris Clemens is like looking for you and I went on Twitter and you had posted like who is this girl I don't know anything about her I was like I just know her name is Corey I I didn't watch the video but I remember you posting about like this girl was so cool in my video you're like I don't know how to spell it K-R-I whatever and some girl found me on Instagram in my videos I fucking meet these people that I'm like fuck, sometimes I don't, like, not make a move because that sounds creepy, but, like, I don't, like, initiate trying, like, to, like, further have, like, a friendship or whatever. Yeah. And so many times I kick myself, myself, uh, I kick myself for it. And so, yeah, I I was like, who is this? Like, you were just so fascinating. (laughs) Thank you. So you mentioned that you write. Yeah. Tell us more about what... It is what you. Oh shit! Sorry, I'm clicking a pen. Whoops. Yeah. Hope you all. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even notice. All those Hope kids you all like, enjoyed. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, "Fuck the pen." <laughs> um, I'm self-aware. Um, so tell us a little bit more about what you write about, how it sure. started. Well, this is a long story. How I got, how I, my journey to start writing is like, it's gonna be a minute. Well, um, like, what's the short story? Short story is I was in college. I was graduating. Um, Caitlyn Jenner had just come out. Okay. And I was still stealth. I hadn't told anyone for the past five years since I left high school that I was transgender. Is that a, is that like a common term? Like stealth? Um, yeah. I don't know about so much anymore. Okay. Um, but I didn't know that probably, was like a community people would anywhere. say like on this uh, like a like a more like slang term. Not that it's slang. It's like um. What were you just talking about? Well, because like when, well, like when, oh, gay, thank like you. when gay people unclockable are in the or pa- pa- I mean, they don't oh, even say passable un- anymore. But like, cl- if someone's passable. clockable or unclockable, like if you can recognize if they were transgender on the street, which is in itself a is whole other conversation. The, yeah, I was but anyway, just about to say. Um, is yeah, that like fishy? We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so time. anyway, I started to write what I thought was going to be a book, and my best friend, who's like the first person I came out to post high school, her name was Turner. Um, I met her while I was studying abroad in Amsterdam, and that's where I like really learned about like the history of transgender people. I had met some trans kids just because I had to in order to um, take hormones and go through surgery. I just had to, there was rules and hoops that you had to like jump through just to like in order to transition. Yeah, we wanna get to that. Okay, so um, anyway, so I just like learned about trans people and realized that we have a culture since the beginning of time. And when I went back to school, it was in the winter, Caitlyn Jenner just came out, came out to another friend, started writing. I didn't know what was gonna come of it. And I graduated high school, I mean, sorry, I graduated college, uh, did both. And, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I thought anything's wrong with that. Um, but I graduated college, I had had a boyfriend at the time who didn't know I was trans, and all my friends I had never like came out to, and for five years, after working for the city in about a year, I started writing in like January, more like um, just about like not like explaining to no one at this point in time why I'm hiding this secret. And the whole time you're like living as a full woman. Okay. Okay. Dating, going to college parties, hooking up. Okay. Doing got everything it. you could do plus some. Oh, get it. Um, that's, that's well, cool. I don't know. I just like a lot of people just say like like a lot of, like the sentences. 
associated with me as like, of course that would happen to you. Or like, you just, I, I you're like, there's not an average day in my life. Gotcha. Yeah, One no. I, just as like an I individual, really, yeah. you know? You feel me on that? Yeah, just like the craziest shit yeah. happens to me. Yeah. I feel like same goes for you. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. I think I just have the, and I don't have an ability to like process things. So like normal things happen to me. I'm like, this this shit is crazy. Like, what? Oh, okay. no, it's just maybe. Normal. I don't know. I don't know um, either. Apparently. <laughs> No, so. Um, oh, so anyway, I started writing and I just didn't like where the trans movement was going with where people were associating transgender with. I think there was a old school mentality in present day that was, you know, more so people thinking, well, these are just 40 plus year old men who are married, who are like hiding, cross dressing. You know, there's just old school mentalities surrounding transgender women uh, specifically. Um, and I just felt like I proved a point through going through those five years of like, you can be trans and no one can know and you can live the most incredible life. Um, and I just realized through like becoming the world's first transgender prom queen and all this stuff, like you can make your own dreams come true. Yeah, And I wanna... like, I'm the living proof of that. So yeah. that's how I got into writing. Sorry, I'll wrap this up. I no, got into no, no, writing. No, 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 I have just, you're hitting um, like all of the things I wanted to talk okay. to you about. Like it's amazing. I'm um, just like foaming at the mouth. So, not, yeah, I don't know I why. Started, <sighs> um, I started writing and I was like, okay, the Orlando shooting happened in Pride Month in June 2016. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, was, I was like, I just need to do something. I felt horrible. Um, especially that that like type of situation could ever happen in general, yeah. let alone to the community was upsetting. Um, and that's like the first big thing, you know, that cl hit close to home besides like, you know, I, you know, nothing had happened in like in schools near me. So like 9-11 was really close to home. Like that was the last time something happened to me where I was like, really, really heavily affected inside out. Yeah. Um, and so I, decided I had been making a website over time, just as like a, I think like a modeling portfolio at that time. And I realized I could do a blog, it was on Squarespace. And I put what I had been writing, made it into a blog post. I titled it, Allow Me to Reintroduce Myself. And I put it on Facebook right after the Orlando shooting with a caption that says, I'm so heartbroken about, you know, what's been going on. And here's how I'm gonna start helping. And if you clicked on the post and you read it, which thank God a lot of people did, they read my coming out story. And that's how I came out to the world. Um, and I did it and I waited a really long time because I was living a double life, you know, it was hard. And although there was always talk if I was transgender in school, like no one ever heard it from me and no one really knew what it was. And I did that because I needed to feel safe and needed to feel like I could have somewhat of a normal life after high school and wanted to do the things that I thought, why not all my other girlfriends are doing? Why can't I do it too just because there's this one thing about me and my past, why should it have to change my whole future and change how I you know, look at things and thank God my mother and my family and my friends are so incredible and supportive and so without them and you know, the right therapist and endocrinologist and surgeon that wouldn't be possible. And I just, you know, with my writing now, I really hope to just shed light on like a really good story, a positive story that you can do whatever you put your mind to. And so I wanted to open up my website more. So after two years of writing, I just launched last week. I'm gonna do bi-weekly for now, depending on if I have enough people or not enough. <laughs> um, bi-weekly interviews on 
really positive, unique, influential LGBT plus um, Q plus community members. And I just launched that um, with my friend Dana from college. She's a lesbian. She's bionic. She has one arm, and she got a bionic arm after high school, after Lesbianic. college. Lesbianic, <laughs> Dana oh Tracy, if you are listening right now at Walking on Spider. You guys Web. haven't thought of that yet. That's mm, I don't know if she has or not. But oh my god, that let was me know. That's incredible. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I don't know incredible. why that's also one of the first. I was like, lesbianic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. And, yeah what does that uh, say about us? Anyway, I don't have to talk for yeah. the rest of the podcast. Yeah, you don't have to talk for the rest <laughs> of your contract. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been just doing that, and I also write a monthly advice column for trans women on stylecaster.com as well, which is a dream come true because I always wanted to be another story. I always wanted to be a columnist like Carrie Bradshaw, but I'm always like more Samantha Jones. <laughs> and I was saying that to someone and a couple hours later, a woman from Stylecaster emailed me asking me if I wanted to be a columnist. So just another thing, you put out what you get. Fuck. Or you get what you put out. Maybe and it works both ways. I'm not yeah, really yeah, sure. I don't, I don't really <laughs> anyway, know what's yeah. going on. So that's but the writing. That's, that is, that is just like, Wow, I feel like I'm like wow. I interviewed people about Justin Bieber's dick once. Uh, <laughs> yeah. huh, that's what I'm putting on the internet. <laughs> like yeah. I just I'm like, oh boy. Um, now, I, you mentioned that you were the world's first trans prom queen. Yeah, and I knew that actually after I followed you. Okay, because it was in your bio. What does that was it at that time? I think it was. I don't think it was. It doesn't I think matter. It was because that's how I, I knew oh, well you know before Maybe preparing it was. for this. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. And so what does <laughs> I've had a struggle with that, how so did, I can get into that, that later on. Yeah. What is how did what does that mean? Like how do well, you know? Like how um, does as far as I know, um, because I mean, first of all, I transitioned in two thousand nine. I won in two thousand ten. At the time, I had never heard anything in the news about it. My school specifically made sure that it wasn't in the press, and we all, and you know, I mean, back then it was just really different. I'm like the vice principal even told my mom before prom, like, I just want to let you know, like, authorities are on. We just didn't know, um, oh, just because. Where are you from? Like the um, south? No, oh. no, not in that sense. Just like oh. in case kids throw a riot, in case someone didn't like that I won, or oh, I still you know think what I mean. The, in the south, um, <laughs> for that. Um, but I know I grew up in a wonderful town oh, really? in northern okay. New Jersey but okay. um, Jersey? you know people are mean yeah. and especially in a town like yeah, I grew up in happen, yeah. yeah um so I just um anyway I, I, it just didn't seem that it had happened before and I've researched it it doesn't seem like oh no that's I just anyone. didn't know if like the Guinness Book of World Record or, oh like, I don't know I didn't know if, like how official like I, not um, that it's not official no I but, know what you're saying yeah. I just yeah I guess how that got really coined was um so, t like, within 24 hours of the blog being launched, Yahoo uh, featured me. They in interviewed me and featured me. And so the title was something about world's first transgender prom queen it opens up about being trans before it was trendy. And that was why my blog... Sorry, I guess I forgot that part was why it became such an <laughs> instant part success. Where and, Yahoo interviewed sorry. you. <laughs> it's an instant success after that, and it Damn. really got a lot of notoriety quickly, which was amazing. It's given me such a platform, and of course, social media goes hand in hand with that, although I have you know, my thoughts around surrounding it, uh, it, it helps. Yeah. 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 So, oh, fuck, I had a question. But anyway, but... it was an honor. And that yeah. was like the first night I really realized you can do whatever you set your mind and heart to as long as you stick to it. Yeah, well, mm. I won loudest for senior superlatives. So... I love that. I didn't win I love anything. that fact about you. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I won like the literal like... <laughs> 
fucking participation award for like cross country. They were like, Chris doesn't want anything. Oh, <laughs> like, it, like it, like it, like that's not even a bit. Like that Wait, I actually, literally happened. I actually learned. I uh, won. I won most likely to mooch off their parents <laughs> and most likely to become Stop. a YouTube sensation. Oh my god! That was literally, I literally won most likely to become a YouTube there sensation. Is. Isn't so you're calling scary? yourself a sensation on YouTube? Yes. <laughs> good, you should. It's, um, uh, it's not a good I'd, sensation. <laughs> it's like a creep. It's like a creepy. It's like a sunburn. Like, yeah. ooh, I yeah. feel alive because like I feel something, your, your but it cat hurts. Scratches you on the face. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, anyway. with a sunburn. <laughs> Fun fact: My high school didn't let me win the superlative I was supposed to win. Can you believe? Wait, what really? was the superlative? So it was obviously most changed since freshman year, <laughs> and they thought, and I wanted it. Yeah, obviously, I yeah, wanted like, it. Bitch, you're calling me. And me. my friend, like, I think my friend Jay, which is another interesting story. Sorry, I have a lot of interesting stories. Um, real quick, my friend Jay and I used to date when she was, when we were in the sixth grade, she was a girl and I was perceived as a boy, and she, I transitioned in high school, she just transitioned, she's transitioning. Wow. We dated in the sixth grade, isn't that oh amazing? Oh my God. I think Jay and I wanted to win together because she lost a ton of weight, and it, she looked, Gorge, we both won. We wanted to win most likely, like most changed since freshman year, but the school thought it would be offensive and didn't oh. give it to me. And they also, I think, got, was supposed to be like next Lady Gaga or something. They didn't want to give it to me either. Weird. Wait, I know. What? I know. Wait, so you transitioned in high school? But I had, <laughs> yes, I transitioned in high school someone, at 15. Yeah, but someone did in my high school too. We're going to take a quick ad break. And after the ad break, we are going to talk more and get more in depth with Corey's whole life and journey as awful of a fucking word that is for just describing anything uh so yeah stay tuned and (laughs) don't mess today the show is sponsored by fabfitfun fabfitfun is a seasonal subscription box that delivers full-size fashion beauty home fitness and wellness products the fabfitfun fall box is now on pre-sale boxes start shipping august 20th so reserve the highly anticipated fall box today folks FabFitFun boxes are delivered four times a year for just $49.99 a box. A lot of times, uh, just one of the product's retail value is more than the cost of the entire box. All members can choose between the Vince Camuto Luck Tote in Black or Desert Red, or you can pick the Crown Brush six-piece brush set in silver or black. Every box will include two Glam Glow bubble sheet masks for you and your bestie to use on your girls' night in. Put them on your face. I used them. They bubble. They sound like pop rocks. And my face feels like a baby. And a beauty blender in Pro Original Chill Pop Bubble Glow Royal Apricot or Nude. It also includes Simply Whimsical set of two tea towels and skinning companies Roma Blue and Capri Shower Gel. With FabFitFun, you get one item from five separate sets. So in one of the sets, I got Silo Cobra Bluetooth wireless earbuds, and I went with the black with rose gold. You know, making a statement. Yeah, and I got the Alfred French Press Coffee Brew, which is great because I'm trying to save money and make more coffee at home. Another product I've been loving is the Ground Alchemist Polishing Facial Exfoliant. I've been trying to exfoliate more, and this makes it super easy because I can do it right in the shower. Yeah, I can always tell when you've used it because your skin looks softer. Oh my god, thank you. That's so nice coming from... You have such good skin. I'm so jealous you don't need to use that. (laughs) There are also memberships with FabFitFun, where on top of getting such great products for incredible value in the box, FabFitFun members also get access to exclusive sales from all the amazing brands that FabFitFun partners with at a really great deal, like up to 70% off kind of good. Yeah, just saying. 
Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall box. The FabFitFun fall box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. So use our code MESS, M-E-S-S, to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Again, use promo code MESS, M-E-S-S, to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use our code MESS to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Special thanks to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode of Don't Mess. If you don't know, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Now, if you're worried if it might not be for you, there's something for everyone. HelloFresh's selection. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, and each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. Rediscover the excitement of cooking with HelloFresh. You can look forward to your HelloFresh delivery knowing dinner just got that much easier. Feel confident when cooking HelloFresh with the simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards. HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy, labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe, and you won't spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes, so... You know, you can get to that Game of Thrones, you can get to your HGTV. There are many benefits of subscribing, so you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love. Get delicious filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10 per serving and free shipping. One thing Christine and I love to do is have lunch or dinner together. We try and do it quite a bit every week, and I love cooking for Christine and, you know letting her see all these new flavors and whatnot. He takes my taste buds on a journey. (laughs) Yeah, Chris made me these like sweet and sour yakisoba noodles. They were so good. Oh my gosh, they were. Yeah, it was so good, yeah. It was, I, oh, the flavor in it. I, I just couldn't believe I pulled that out of my refrigerator. It was sweet and sour. And delicious. Yeah, it had like um, carrots and like ginger and coconut cashews. I didn't even know what coconut cashews were, but they are amazing. Oh, they are, ugh. So there are a wide variety of options that you can get with HelloFresh. For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash Mess60 and enter promo code Mess60. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Mess60. M-E-S-S-6-0. Okay, guys, we're back. Um, anyway, what, do you want to just like start from like the beginning of like the even even just like the when the yes. first time you knew like I uh, hey like I'm living in the wrong body? I'll like, give you like the sea rundown and yeah, just like, like timeline. What, okay. what is yeah? Okay, I'll just like talk. Do uh, it. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Well, it first starts like my mom is incredible, and she just feels like she was you know predestined to have a trans. A transgender child, someone that she could really go to bat for. She has she said that to you? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, she just she's like called it. We're, we're, <laughs> she's like my best friend. Um, she's like you get what you receive, you get what you put out. Yeah, <laughs> great moms um, are the best. Yeah. She just um, she, like my mom is probably the most beautiful person I've ever laid eyes on in my entire life. Like not even joking. And like if I showed you a picture, you'd believe it. I think it. I've seen her on your Instagram. Yeah, and just like inside and out. Like my my mom is just like incredible. And she was bullied growing up. She had learning disabilities that went, you know, 
um, undiagnosed, really, and just people bullied her for being stupid, or a fifth grade teacher told her, you know, you better marry a man with a lot of credit cards. Like, she didn't know what that meant, but well, she knew she had it. Well, you should do that anyway, but well, yeah. Knew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I like mean, the goal. But, but also have your own credit card, yeah, you, yeah. you know? Steal them. No, and um, <laughs> so, I don't know, she just, like, she went through a lot, and she just knew that she would never let that happen to her child, never let anyone take control of their, her children. All she wanted to do was you know, be a really amazing mother, and she is. And so she graduated high school and was already a really amazing cosmetologist in LA, what, pretty well known. And she you know, divorced my dad when I was like 18 months old. But before all that happened, she was you know, married at like 23 and had my brother at 24. And then with me, she was I was 27. And she didn't know with my brother if she was going to have a boy or a girl, but she really had always wanted a girl. And when my brother wasn't Samantha, he's Matthew, she was like, okay, like I really hope my second baby is a girl. Um, so she didn't really have a, she was going to call me Julie. She didn't really have a boy name picked out for me, actually. And with my brother was like a, a cesarean, but with me, it's called like a V-back. It's like, you know, Vaginal you go, birth. You go back up after, the vagina. After, no, vaginal birth after. <laughs> You're like, oh, vaginal I don't birth like after cesarean. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my god, I don't know anything. Anyway, we should give. We should she get, just said like, that, like birth. Was, you know, it's different, and yeah. <laughs> I sh- that should be a podcast episode. Birth. Yeah. Like uh, I fucking know nothing. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Just birth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, she just said that in delivering me, which is obviously very different than my brother. She just. The room went like really quiet, and like she was underwater, and water, and everyone was like gargling water. Uh, and um, basically she looked over and they were cleaning me off and she couldn't really hear anyone and she was just like she was internalizing this saying like this child's really different something's not normal about this child and she recalls that memory and says that you know that's how she raised me knowing that fact when I was born that something was off and she, I just she was thinking about my brother and keep thinking how just something was different about me she couldn't wow. really figure it and so her best friend who she's known as like our grandparents have been friends since like the fifties when they yeah. both moved from New York to LA. So like this is her born and best friend, my aunt. Um, she was like, "Can't you see?" It took hours midnight. She was like, "Can't you see?" I was born at five thirty-five, and then it took the, till midnight. She's like, "Can't you see all the girls in high school being like, look at that hot babe, Corey?" My mom was like, "Yeah, okay, like I like that." And so talked to my dad about it, and then they liked it, and they sped it C O R Y. And everyone, and my mom was like, oh, okay. And someone was like, no, that's how the girls spell it, C-O-R-Y. So my mom changed it to C-O-R-E-Y, thinking that's how the boys spelled it. turns out it's like opposite and oh, Corey yeah, is like unisex. Yeah, I was unisex. about to say, Corey but in the that, house, yeah. C-O-R-Y. Right. But I that know that name anywhere. that thing that she did changed my life because wow. it made it so much easier when I had an idea, when just changing my name and like all these things, which I'll get into. I changed my middle name to my last name and changed my, what was my middle name? I'm going to thought. But wow. um, so anyway, so since before I was born, it was kind of like something was going to happen that was going to be different. So when I asked for a dress at two, my mom didn't think otherwise. She what was if it was just, that you were a serial killer? Like, I mean, I think she would have thought, I want to wear your her skin. Her intuition is like, good. <laughs> I feel like she would have been like, ah! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's like, something's <sighs> evil about this no, baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> There's like a third eye on she the back of your head. She would know because it would be like American Horror Story. Right? Moving on. Yeah, like Rosemary's yeah. baby. But, oh, true. Anyway, continue <laughs> with your heartwarming story that I just ruined. <laughs> she's like, my uh, mother's beautiful. And you're like, no. Um, anyway, no, she is. So, <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So I asked for Dress It too and for like Barbies and she just really thought nothing of it. And my brother had played with like, Cabbage Patch dolls and painted his nails and but he 
started to grow up and like play more with like loved sports, loving loved having guy friends, you know, South Park, you know, whereas I like was always in the dresses, always, I was a really happy kid. I would go to school and whatever. And my mom would always kind of dress me a little differently anyway, bright colors, blues, pinks, purples, oranges. And my brother was always more masculine. And I just like always loved Little Mermaid and playing with like princesses and being Esmeralda for Halloween or Pink Power oh, yeah. Ranger. Esmeralda and, like, was my biggest crush. Oh, I was her twice. Oh, Red dress and like haggardy dress. I, yeah, yeah, I have pictures of me at Disney World <laughs> meeting her and like literally it's like just it's like a, the happiest oh my god it's like a flip book I'm just like you see the whole bitch. reaction okay. I don't care oh my god <laughs> cool just kidding I know. don't mess <laughs> anyway I have pictures of me like a four year old I'm like in Mickey's bed like uh, Minnie's bed like this like, you're, really like, you're like just blue baby no literally and then I'm like in the salon like this like, oh my you know, god like, you like oh that's incredible so, and that's how I was as a kid and I would yeah. always put on my red favorite like floral dress and my mom really not thought nothing of it and of course people back then were like oh Corey's gonna be gay but like still my mom was like my mom really actually never thought that I was gay. I mean, I'm sure at first maybe she had thought about it, but she just knew that she could, really couldn't find the words to describe what she thought about me. And my grandparents, you know, saw advice being like, well, should we buy Corey boy toys? At, you know, at this point, I'm like, you know, five, okay, six. Okay, well, that sounds a little and sexual. No, 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 like boy toys <laughs> no, and I like know, male. And so uh, it was either Hanukkah or whatever it was, and I have two twin, I have twin cousins. They're only five months older than me, a boy and a girl. <laughs> And do the same. No, you told me this story when we were filming. It's oh, all coming back to me. I, I love this. Oh, I'm and um, <laughs> and um, anyway, I open the I open my present, and it's a my cousin opens it, and it's a Batman toy, and I open it, and it's a Batman toy, and I go, I don't want that. Like I don't want this. And my mom was like, Corey, like it's okay, say thank you. We'll go to the store. We'll return it for something else. And I was like, I don't want that. And what my mom realized, me and my mom realized last year, is I was tugging at my clothes. And that is something I'd seen in the video before but never realized. Like, I was so visibly upset that I was getting these boy toys and being told, like, wear this little vest or like you have gel like in this, your hair yeah. or keeping your hair to a certain length. And I didn't know, but I was clearly showing it. Yeah. Um, wow. And my mom knew these things. And, you know, she would, when my dad, the only gr- great thing my dad has ever done and the only good Ooh. thing I will say about him Love this tea. is that mm, God, we are yeah, this, both, yeah. this is after dark podcast. But um, <laughs> anyway, that's a story for after dark podcast with <laughs> yeah, Corey, with Corey after dark podcast with Corey Ray. That's what that's for. <laughs> she um, she just like would take me to the Barbie aisle and he, my dad would take me to the Barbie aisle and my brother would be upset. And so he would like go off to like the boy section. He just couldn't really be like, he's like, why is Corey playing with Barbie still? And I would like, then I started consciously being like okay I should lie like in the checkout aisle so I'd say like oh I can't wait to give this to my friend for her birthday like I started to realize that people thought it was weird and I was I was in kindergarten and there was a guy who came up to my mom in the mall this I don't remember but she tells me she knew him from the gym and he came up to her and he saw me with the Barbie in the mall he goes shame on you Judy and she goes no shame on you and I asked her I guess like is that because of my Barbie and she goes it's okay and then my kindergarten teacher which I do remember um, told me during recess. Oh my recess, God, you're in kindergarten? Yeah, told me in oh recess. Oh my God. That um, I wasn't allowed to play dress up anymore. And so I told my mom and she came, went in the next day and she's like, I don't want you ever telling my child what they can or cannot play with. Like I'll yeah. bury your head in so much paperwork. Like, Ooh, you know. This is like in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. this is 1997-ish, six, whatever. 
And but she had loved my brother. My my kindergarten teacher loved having my brother before like three years prior. I mean, couldn't wait to have me in her class. Mm, that's how all my teachers then, were with me, but mostly because my brother was like really smart and hardworking. And same, I was same just with my brother. Like a fucking nightmare. I, was, I mean, same. There was, was a lot of things that made me a nightmare. ADHD. But, so oh, same. I'm ADHD. I have auditory processing. I had learning disabilities that I didn't find out okay, about well, until second grade. Brag. I just but have I, ADHD. You know, but I know I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just like the kidding. same thing though. You know what I mean? Like everyone was so excited. My brother was well behaved and like this yeah. good kid and I was ADHD ha- had trouble learning I was transgender like I ever but ever thought I was gay like there was just a lot of things going on and this is literally kindergarten yeah and then Jesus I started noticing Christ. yeah I started noticing parents and just people just looked at me differently and I felt I couldn't realize why couldn't realize why were people saying I was a boy like I just didn't get it was that knocking your confidence down of course uh, or like were you like no. able to, it, where you were still not charging until I moved for, to New Jersey. Got it. When I moved to New Jersey, it was like in Which the middle of second grade. Okay. I was seven, about to be seven and a half, and like, I just remember the boys in New Jersey thought it was really weird that I was playing with Barbies, and the girls were a little weirded out that I was like still playing dress up with them on play dates. You know, we're second grade. I mean, it's young, but like people still play dress up, I guess, or like play with dolls. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Maybe I just did. And well, I played um, with dolls till like sixth grade. Okay, yeah, so. I, I, Parents just started getting weird, and that's when I started noticing it and started hiding it. And then when you learn about, like, gay, whenever it is, like, sixth grade or, like, well, in fifth grade, right before we went to elementary school, I remember being separated and going with the boys to learn about boy puberty, and the girls went with girls. Oh, yeah, where they give you, like, deodorant. Yeah, and I was... This is how your body works. Yeah, I was really upset about that. (laughs) Yeah. That was probably the biggest upset of elementary school internally, now that I'm just, like, in, in hindsight. Yeah was because I really couldn't understand why. I was like, I get it, but why? Like, I want to have a period. Like, I just, it was weird. I was like, what did you learn about? You might like, be I, the only person who <laughs> wants, who said I that. Christine, I want to get hysterical. Well, I don't yeah, want to I'm only saying that because but... Christine, literally, every time she get her, gets her period, it is just like duck and cover. I wouldn't, like, want, a, I wouldn't want a period, <laughs> but I would love to be able to, no, which I know period what you mean. Gets, it was just, I would love to give birth. It's just I think a play it's special, on words. But, so. uh, if Kim K could do it, I guess I could do it. Um, okay. Surrogacy. Yeah. So, anyway. Have a period. <laughs> I always, so I started realizing then, then I heard the term gay in the sixth grade, and I, immediately did not identify with it. I was like, I am not a boy that likes boys. Like I thought about it for like a second. I was like, it's just not me. And then the next year in the seventh grade, being from my town, of course, we had a career day in the seventh seventh grade and mom came in. I was friends with this girl in the sec- like in elementary school and she was showing her advertisements that she did in different magazines. And everyone got a different magazine. I got this people magazine and I opened it up and there's a female to male transgender kid and I saw the word transgender and I saw trapped in the wrong body and it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks and I was like oh my I'm like in the class I'm like oh my god like I'm trapped in the wrong body oh my god. like I'm transgender you realized and, you were transgender from a people magazine yeah that's kind of scary though like, that's to be trapped like feel yeah. like you're trapped yeah. and, like, that's, that yeah. was literally I mean, one of my questions what is that f- like I truly can't I like yeah. I I can't I really try and imagine like I put myself I can't I cannot even fathom what that is like like it's hard um I mean it's more so when you're at that age at least for me uh, yeah I was being just so wondering young. like am I gonna live the rest of my life not knowing what's wow. gonna happen to my body Jesus I mean I was really scared and that's um, like seventh grade yeah Jesus um I thought am I gonna live the rest of my life like wanting to be a woman um, and living as a man, I guess. Yeah. If I think about it. Um, but then you split what you saw that it was like No, I mean possible, still. Right? 
No. Oh, I mean, really? just because you see a word transgender and know that it's a real thing doesn't mean that it can just happen. You oh, know? Okay. And so, so this you, is, like, you... Remember, this is 2006. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Google was... No one... I mean, the mechanism... YouTube the just giant, started. I mean, oh, really? that's yeah, the thing. It's like so. People were using Ask Jeeves and there was no information on it. And people thought cross-dressers... Uh, transsexual so I brought whatever so I, I didn't know any of this yeah. I brought the magazine to my mom I read it over for like two weeks and then brought it to my mom and I go what do you think about this is this girl just covering up for being a lesbian who's opposite of me it was a oh. girl it was a girl becoming a, a man a boy and I was a boy quote unquote becoming a girl and she goes no like I think this is very real obviously knowing at this point in time that I was going to be transgender and like she had already kind of thought about it yeah um, but didn't knew I wasn't just like a cross dresser or gay and basically, I read it over again, took a bath one night, went downstairs, told her I wanted to be a girl. We talked about it, and I said, don't tell anyone. She told only my ex now, stepdad, um, which is funny because my auntie doodle sister, like two days later, my mom went on a plane to LA, and she was like, by the way, I think Corey wants to be a girl. And my mom, of course, my mom couldn't say anything to her then. It's two days after I came out to her. And nothing really happened, and I went and had a bar mitzvah, which was horrifying. Um, oh and after then, I said I would never go into a temple again with a suit and had to do it one last time right like a month or two before I started transitioning I was 14 I had to go to my stepbrother's wedding and I, but I had a French mani on my toes yes um, get it mama Ooh. anyway so up until then high school was hard I knew I had this term trans I didn't know what was going to happen with it when I was 15 it was 2009 I was a junior in high school and I went to the Halloween dance and all the popular girls every year, I threw it my senior year, all the popular girls throw it like um, a Halloween dance outside of school. This was at Diamond Gymnastics, the place where I went when I was like little. Oh my gosh, um, I think they might have had one in Delaware, like Pennsylvania, neighboring I mean, I Delaware. I would be surprised. Oh my God, I it think I went there, honestly. So I um, went to this party and it was the worst night of my life. Um, all of these all of my friends were hooking up guys that I wish I could have hooked up with. Ugh. I just knew inside. I was like, at this point in time, I was like, I know I'm a girl. Like, if only I could be a girl. Like, everyone could just see, like, me for who I really feel like I am. Like, I would be hooking up with these guys. And it was horrifying. And I had to go as Adam to 11 other friends that were Eve. And it was terrifying. And I was so upset. And everyone was, like, looking at me. And my two friends at the time... Um, like kissed me and just tried to make me feel better and made it even worse than my like, first like high school kisses like since like you know elementary school were like yeah. with these girls and like what's hung and I was like so mortified about it now that I'm thinking about it and um, went home my mom saw it wore on me and asked she'd already said like let's start growing your hair out and I was like okay because I always had short I was known for my short spiky blonde hair and um, I had I had started at that point started growing out bangs and like it was a little bit longer but shorter in the back, kind of like Zac Efron style and like Bieber style before it was like them. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And uh, like a little mix of like a little Beatles action and uh, but better, more layers. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so um, love I, the subtle drag. <laughs> uh. So anyway, I started dressing in her clothes really slowly. I started wearing her jeans and her tops, and then in December, January, I started. I found my therapist who would then guide me for the rest of my transition and then some um, and I just really started over like seven months starting to really slowly dress as my hair grew long people just started to catch on I'd only told like 11 friends that I was trans and no one else and like people started to catch on they thought at first in the beginning of the year oh maybe Corey came out as gay because my hair was longer but I never said it and, but the school administration was wonderful. And then, like, seven months later, I won prom queen. And that was the night that really defined it all for me. You know, I, like, started wearing mascara and, like, a bra in April and prom was in May. And then um, 
that summer was the best summer ever. Like being a woman and hooking up with guys and hooking being up with this a kid. fresh prom queen. Yeah. I mean, you are riding a wave. Yeah. And then I went through the next year of high school. It was amazing. And then, I mean, it's a story for the other time. And then I went to college and just decided I could live stealth. And so I hadn't had surgery, but my therapist was just like, I mean, we had talked a lot. Like, I thought at that time, I really was like, I'm not going to probably tell any my boyfriend until like we're getting married, like, till like we're engaged. And I probably would only tell my children. I'd probably live in New York or LA and have a PR job and not really tell my coworkers, just tell close friends that I was trans. Like, this was my life. This is what I thought it was going to be like. I didn't know when I was going to get surgery. Um, didn't seem like it was anytime soon. I was really a young case, even for my therapist and my endocrinologist and for my soon-to-be surgeon. I think it was the youngest she'd ever done. Wow. I'm pretty positive. How old I'm were you? Same exactly? with my therapist. I was, when you had it was the day after my 19th birthday. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. And then... So you that, got the surgery? Yeah, the day wow. after my 19th birthday. But I went through a whole year of college wow. with um, not my vagina. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I hooked up with guys and I had a boyfriend, like a little two and a half month little stint. And my therapist was like, it's time. Like you are passing your life's at a halt. Your life's at a standstill until you get surgery. And she recommended me to Christine McGinn, my lifesaver. And she gave me a rebirth. And I had surgery, I lost my virginity nine weeks later to a guy I had always hooked up with in high school. Oh my. Um, and wow. went to college, opened you, up those floodgates, and then I bet you the rest is history. Wow. Wow, that's so oh, funny. I told I, you it was like gonna take a minute. No, but <laughs> nine I Nine weeks later, yeah. fucked the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pop funny. the pussy. Yeah, mm. so how, like, I've always wondered, like, like the whole process of getting the surgery, like does in, like how expensive is that? Because I've seen people have had to start GoFundMe's. Yeah, does insurance to, in, cover that? It does now. I'm pretty sure. But oh, because didn't, it, didn't they see it as cosmetic? Yeah. Before. Ele ele um, electoral. Electoral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so is that is that like a federal? Is it like a law or is that just a policy? What? Like the insurance? So it's an insurance policy. Is that like? I don't really know. Do, unfortunately yeah. for me, my parents it was not even in the question to submit it to insurance and then they tried afterwards and they said no yeah. um, now it's covered I don't know who covers it right. I don't know where it's covered I'm sure someone in the Trump administration is trying to get it taken away yeah. anyway not that I, I like to talk know. politics I think, but I think Pence is probably trying to protect it uh, <laughs> it's kind of the vibe I got no <laughs> I get some sort of vibe but I don't know what's yeah but wait doesn't he call his wife like mommy <laughs> Ew. Anyway, so, I'm gonna vomit. Oh, Moving on. That my really vagina is. Just my mom, my vagina just quivered. <laughs> Moving on. Mine did too, way. and I don't even have one. Right, you felt it from over I've, here. Yeah, mine just shriveled up and died. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, like, what's like, what's the process? Like, who, do, like, do you, who do you go to when you're like, I want to do this? Like, you okay. have to Google or so. Um, Ask Jeeves. <laughs> so, I mean, it was was Ask Jeeves yeah. back then. Yeah. My mom in high school found a New York Times article talking about just like transgender, whatever. And it led to a couple doctors. A lot of people wouldn't see me because I was a kid. Um, and someone recommended this woman, uh, Dr. Margie Nichols. In, she had a practice in Jersey City. It's called the IPG Center, Institute for Personal Growth. And I went, and that December, I'd already just like barely started. My hair was growing out. I just was wearing her jeans and her tops. And we talked about if I was transgender. She said, this seems to be like you are transgender like yes and she hadn't really taken on a kid before but she kind of helped me with like you're gonna have to go through hormone blockers which you know stops you from going through male puberty I didn't really go through a full male puberty I mean you know like leg hair and stuff sure but I started shaving in like 
sixth grade. Yeah. Um, not really, like eighth grade. But um, it was like Nair, so I didn't have to use a razor. Oh, well, smart. <laughs> um, anyway, so I just, um, you know, she helped me with hormone blockers. You know, instead of being 5'11, I'm like 5'5 five, five and 3'4. So, like things like that, where I like my voice didn't deepen even more. I didn't grow chest hair, like things like that. Then after living like that for a year, about, um, I was allowed to start estrogen. Um, and then I started estrogen and have taken it since. You can't take it surrounding around surgery. You stop like a week or two before. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously can't do it like right away afterwards either, but it's okay. Um, Cause I'd been on it for at least a year at that point. And what I- What does that do though? What is that, how does estrogen? that- Estrogen? Yes. Well, if you work out and are healthy, it goes to the right places. Like it helps the hormones through your body. Like working out helps it like go more to my breasts and my hips. But oh, okay. basically what it does is it softens you. Women easily, I think, gain weight in their stomachs. Yeah, like, oh, I trust didn't work me, out- I've been working out trying <laughs> to lose weight in my stomach. It is not working. It's the hardest place, <laughs> is, really. Yeah. Besides like right here, which is all like salt pretty much. Yeah. And um, so I, what were we talking about? Um, belly fat? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, oh, so um, it basically what, oh, it works through your body, helps, helps soften you, you it feminine. makes you grow breasts, um, gotcha. and it makes you go through, you know, not necessarily, yeah, puberty as a woman. Yeah. It makes you go through puberty like, as a woman yeah. without a cycle, without um, PMS. Oh, or, God, that'd be great. No, that'd be great. I wish. You take estrogen now for the rest of your life? Yeah, until oh. I want to go through menopause, but I already went through it once or twice, and it was horrible. Because oh, I was, wait, what? Well, there was a point when I was on hormone blockers and I had nothing like really coming in and out. It was before I took estrogen. So I wasn't getting any really a lot of testosterone and I had no estrogen. So I was like having hot flashes and I broke out and like in high school. I mean, I was 15 in high school. Is that common? Is it like a side effect? I mean, yes. But like at that time, no. Yeah. yeah, um, Wow. Yeah. And so I like back me like a week before prom, and then I got this amazing dental for it. Thank you, you, dermatologist. Um, And anyway, so for me, it was like a took a long time. You had to meet trans people. I had to go to like a gay event at the gay center, and these were things that they wanted to see if I could live as a woman. Like night, right? Basically, (laughs) and then the endocrinologist. I saw him, and you know, once he gave me estrogen, that really helped with the process of just like feeling more feminine I got way more emotional it softened me and after surgery when you have no real testosterone coming in then you really your body starts to take way more of a form and, and soften and it affects your hair your your butt even I guess cool. you know they say cool. like during sex like there's an increase of um, estrogen for women so and well there's increase of hormone levels and so women's hair they say get shinier and they're butt gets a little bit um, bigger and their skin gets softer like during sex. Oh, I'm a virgin. Is that why I'm so ugly? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Um, But yeah, so, and then, I mean, surgery is a whole other thing that you have to get approved for. What's the, like, recovery time for that? Well, shorter than nine weeks, it seems, right? Um, No. I mean, I, I, like, really was pushing it. I mean, I got the go ahead to do sex? physical activity ah, after eight weeks. Eight weeks, okay. okay. And I was dilating at that point. So, wow. um, do you know what dilating is? No, it's, I um, was trying to look. cervix, right? Where it open, like when you have birth. I don't have birth. a cervix. Oh, that's right. So, that's, oh, oh, that's that right. That was funny. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, no, uh, dilating is after surgery. Okay, so I just talked about the whole surgery process. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was about going through birth. Dilating. Is that I'll tell like, you what it dilating. is. I'll get or to that. It's dilating. a fun little trick. Yeah. I think it just comes dilating out of my means, lack of medical well, knowledge. Well, think about what that means. So it's expanding, right? Expanding, so dilating sure. is after surgery, you have to put these four like cylinder-like 
plastic things inside of your vagina and you keep it in there like 15 minutes each. Um, it's and like it an helps exercise? Keep it, yeah, that's what I call it actually, my exercises and um, around my brother. Oh. Um, mom was like, do you do your exercise? I'm like, mm, and he's like, ugh. You're um, like, hit the gym, bro. <laughs> I did my exercises. But it's, um, it keeps the width and the depth. It also in the very beginning stages helps the vagina not fall out like I mean it could fall out like Velcro this graft couldn't wow. take on the inside the stitching whatever so it just helps keep everything in shape keeps the depth keeps the width I have to do it now twice a week for the rest of my life or have sex for the first year it's like you know five times a day then four times a day wow. meanwhile I had to go back to college and do it four times a day then three times a day then while hiding it all from my friends and I love um, that after hearing all of this there's still people who are like no transgender isn't real like it's Oh my God! It's like uh, you know. I just here's the thing. I just started using tampons like a year and a half ago. Like I do not want stuff up my vagina. That sounds. Like, <laughs> I've man. learned through dating mostly that um, you can't really fault people for not being given the proper tools that they needed in growing up, but you can also doesn't matter where you came from. You can decide to be a good person. Yeah. Um. But to those people who like say that, they just weren't given what they needed. Well, like that's obvious. Um, but so anyway. what is it like dating? Um, Do you find it hard? Yeah. Do you think people, yeah, just what, what is yeah. your experience um, with it? So, I mean, going back to like the recovery, like I had someone I knew I wanted to have sex with before I went back to college. Like I wanted to like be able to have sex with someone like I trusted him as this kid, right? You're not supposed to do it, but like I did, I mean, you can't do it like at nine weeks, it was fresh. And dating for me for a really long time was just about Getting that male validation that I was all that had always longed for was always so close to, and then could finally get. Um, and sex to me was fun, and it was new, and it was interesting. I wanted to make up for lost time. And although I'm in a college where everyone's like, "I want a boyfriend," like I thought about like, and I did date, and I was a very mature dater for someone my age in college. Like I dated men in New York, and I was quite young, and like that just wasn't what most of my other friends were doing. They were talking to guys at school, but I couldn't relate to the guys at school. They couldn't talk to me and older men at the time could talk to me and show me things and like teach me about New York. So by the time I was living in New York, I was already a queen, you know, like I already (laughs) knew everything. Watch out Nicki Minaj. (laughs) um, Different categories. Um, (laughs) I'll never throw a shoe at you. Um, That was so, a Cardi B reference. Um, anyway. Did you know I, Christine? No? I didn't look at it. You're nodding pretty blankly. I read the headline that they got into a fight at Fashion Week, and that is all I know, right. and I didn't care You nodded like I did in dilating. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know what that yeah. is. Um, anyway, oh yeah, so I also side, saw it as a way, thank you for saying, as dilation. Um, I was like, if I don't have to dilate today, I can just have sex with someone. And so dating was hard because... I wasn't necessarily going for the greatest guys, but they were good to me. And I am so thankful that I have never been in a situation that most trans women fear, including my mother to this day, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've been really, really, really blessed in that department. And I've always kind of tried to go for the guys that are, I can tell are a little bit more liberal-minded or open-minded at least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it took me a while, but I have. I dated a really incredible human being my senior year of college, and he just like made me feel like the girl I always like knew I was. And I ship it. we broke up too. in like oh. like the most Im- incredible way, and it was good. And of course, eleven months after we broke up, I 
told him I was trans and his response was, well, that shouldn't change. That doesn't change anything for me. And that was amazing. And so because of someone like him, I've now had a really high pedestal of what I want to date. So now that I've come out, dating is different. And before I never told any guys. So I was always nervous, like, oh, my God, are they going to wake up and, like, see a scar? Or, like, what are they going to think when they find out? And, like, I, there was just so much running through my head, and I just didn't want to deal with it, and I just wanted to date and have sex and, like, do all that stuff. You just didn't want it to be something yeah. that was brought up. And, yeah, and, like, <laughs> even, and even in Amsterdam, I mean, in this most progressive place in the world where I just started, like, I had an interview, I wrote a research paper on um, the difference of transitioning between the Netherlands and the United States, and I had to interview two trans people for that. And just like meeting these people, I had a Dutch boyfriend, I still didn't tell him, you know? And then when I came out, he was like, he's oh, like, Dutch oh my God. are cute, I went Wait, there. He's like the cutest, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, I, you're agreeing um, with me, <laughs> I like it. Um, he was like, wait, so I don't get it. So you're becoming a woman. Like, what does that mean? What is that? You're becoming a man. Like, what does that mean for my sexuality? I was like, no, I'm transgenderized. And like, I, I, I wasn't. Oh, he wow. like, didn't even get it. He's like, oh my God, I wish you would have told me that. I would have like thought that was hot and like loved it, like, loved it oh, even wow. more. Oh, like, would have been proud to have you on my arm. I was like, ah. pop off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I still God. wear his Los Angeles seat all over my Instagram. Oh, my it's like, gosh. anyway. Um, oh, my God, I love that now when I see so, your Instagram, I'll know a little yeah, fun. It's like my 90. Um, but I wore it like what? one, like a 90. Like, not actually a like nighty? it's like what I pretend like to wear, wear to bed, bed but oh. then I obviously seem naked oh, oh. and like woo well yeah but, obvious. <laughs> but I actually wore, it's a tank top and I wore it to class gotcha. like, all the time with snakeskin platforms and nothing else underneath moving oh, on naturally naturally uh, oh my God. and it's like really loose it's Literally, amazing I, yeah so, I don't know why on. this episode <laughs> didn't forward. happen sooner college dressing is I know right college dressing was a whole other story but dating post coming out I prefer guys to know off that but going back to the Instagram bio I was saying I've really struggled with having transgender on my Instagram bio just because before I ever did it, I was never a problem with getting dates. And almost, I would say 99.95% of the time, a guy from a dating app, or even if I meet in person or whatever, if they see my Instagram and they see it, they get deleted, unmatched, says says something, or like what's even more painful is like, I don't care about the mean shit, what's more painful is like, you're really beautiful, but I just don't think that's something I could do. Like, that's, like, the hard part. Everyone's like, you know, grass is always greener a little bit. I mean, it's just, like, it's hard. Yeah. You know, dating is something I take pretty seriously. Not that 25 is old and not that I'm looking to get married right this second. But I don't ever want to date someone now that I couldn't see myself with or yeah. see myself with for a good amount of time. That's how I've and always felt about dating. Yeah. Just, and like, that's if how I've I wouldn't marry this person, why like, the fuck would I want to, exactly like, deal with this saying. bullshit? Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. If understand you're not, like, dating. If you're it's such a waste of time want, and money. Yes. But then how do you find No, dating is good. But, like, continuing to date someone you know is just not going to work out with. I just, I would never get I've never been in a relationship because there's nobody I've wanted to be in a relationship with that... Like, if I'm gonna spend my time, money, and energy, I want it to be, I want it to fucking work out. No, like, and I, and why, why fucking just fuck, just fuck yeah. if you're, like, why date? I why, agree. Why fuck? I mean, yeah, for well, fun. Well, well that's an bother. interesting thing. I really always thought, like, sex was for men. And then I realized, like, I was doing this thing called Touchpoint. It's a, I was like, it's a, it's town hall style, style meeting in New York. I don't know what it's like now. It's really blown up and it's amazing my friend uh created it and he invited me and we were just talking about like uh promiscuity and we should call it sexual exploration instead and we were talking about this and this man was like i think you should wait whatever and i was like well i found myself through sex and i realized it as i'm blurting it out in this town hall style meeting like we're all sitting on the floor kumbaya shoes (laughs) off and i'm like i like found myself through sex like 
as a trans, and I said out loud, I was like, as a transgender woman, like, I waited forever to have sex. I am a gold star trans woman. Like I didn't do anything besides suck some dang until I <laughs> until I had surgery. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let's be honest, I took pride and joy in that duty, but <laughs> I wait. I really wanted to wait to have sex, right. and so I was just saying, like, I found myself through all these guys that have sex with who cares about a number. Yeah. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I yeah. mean, it really. And I know now it even seems cliche to say it, but it is really ridiculous. And um, I just was like, I found myself through this, and yeah. so I'm really happy for that. But now, I mean, I'm just at the point where it's like, I don't need to have sex with you. I don't like want you near me. Like, yeah, now it's you know more I mean? of like it's uh, a more serious thing. And, yeah. When it happens, it's going to be incredible. And I just hope that whoever that person is, like, what I would, the a most ideal situation is just, like, being loved, like, for me in my entirety, like, and loves me even more for this journey that I've yeah. been on. You know, like, that's yeah. that's the goal. So, How do you feel about the word journey? And you have a lot journey? of credit cards. <laughs> and, I mean, <laughs> likes to spend my credit cards with me. How yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Love that. Yeah, my mom actually made more than my dad. I think that's were. hot. Yeah, that is she's hot. a boss ass bitch. Yeah, and good for your dad for owning that. Yeah, maybe not. No, he does. Yeah. He's great. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I know you guys don't. Have uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I know you don't have dads, but mine's I was, great. I always feel so bad because oh my god, my dad's the I'm best. I'm glad yeah. that my other dad's not, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. Yeah, me who I am. Yeah. Exactly. It's I was like, literally telling my mom that yesterday. Like my dad walking out was like. The best thing that ever happened because otherwise he would have const- he would still be tearing us down. Yeah. So yeah, like, if you don't have a good one, it's better. Exactly, it's better not no. to have one. Yeah. I was gonna ask you back when you were talking about dating about do you like okay, complimenting gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, do you find that that's like a big thing when people are trying to be nice? Like trying like when people are like, oh my gosh, they used to be a, a boy. Well, they're little hotter than me. Like a girl that's, it's kind of like saying like, wow, you actually look really pretty today. Yeah. Like, it's like, a, it's like, I feel like cause with the whole transgender movement is liberation, liberate movement, like just the, how talked about it is now and how prominent it is f- fucking about time. But like, do you find that people say I was kind of asking you earlier I just wanted to ask like what are like really hurtful words that people say when that may not even realize that they're saying something so hateful like do you find that a lot I mean let's just like first start off with the harshest I mean it is never okay in my opinion to say tranny unless a trans person is saying it in a tone that you know that they are joking but it still doesn't make it okay for you to say it back and a lot of people say it like a lot of like, and I've made the mistake of saying it. Like normally I would be like, I'm a gold star tranny. But I've had to be more conscientious of that because then it's some, I've had friends and I know they don't mean it, but then they say it because they think it's okay that I've said it. Yeah. And we shouldn't get that rolling with, you know, derogatory terms that we say mm-hmm. as a culture. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people. Th- I think I knew that was probably. I, I knew but, that. Okay, so that's just that like one. the main but one. But I feel like yeah. a lot yeah. of people, people don't in, really. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people know that that's insulting. It's just derogatory in my opinion. But no, a I, lot I, of people I, use it and they are fine using it and that's okay. That's their prerogative. But, it's just for me. I don't like it. Yeah, because yeah. it's used also, a lot in like when they're making like. I also never yeah. used to say like the F word for gay people. Like a cigarette and like. Yeah. Got it. British talk or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole thing about that. Yeah. It's interesting, like, the you look really pretty today type of thing. Or, like, you know, telling, like, a trans woman, like, <sighs> you know, I, I notice that people are uncomfortable because they, like, don't know what to say. Yeah. You know? 
Like how do yeah? Um, for me, I mean, it's more validation because I like I look in the mirror a lot, and a lot of people take it for narcissism, which is not to say I'm not narcissist. Yeah, who gives a shit if you are? I mean, it doesn't matter. Human but like, only I'm just really, like, like I'm inherent. just, I just like I'm really proud of what I like. I you really, yeah. I mean, I prayed every night from the fifth grade to wake up a girl, and on the day after my 19th birthday, I did. You know, yeah. and I just feel really. I look at myself and I'm like, I became the person I always wanted to be. But when I look at myself, like I don't remember right away that I look like this. You know, I still feel like sometimes I'm like still like transition, Corey. Like androgynous, don't know what I look like. So I find it nice when people compliment me. Um, I do think that like people approach in general asking people if they're trans in like a really weird way. And I've had it happen to me and my friends are like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. And like, and I've had to be like, here, like, I want to tell you something. I've written about how I've said this to someone. Um, on my birthday, um, Akon had a table next to me. And I was at Davy Wayne's, which is like my fave place. Oh, yeah. And, is um, that one with the, the refrigerator? You go through the mm-hmm. refrigerator, yeah. And he was like with three like models. Whores. Um, <laughs> um, and she was like, I started talking to them. I was like, I was like, it's my birthday, like as a joke, whatever. And I was never going to tell him I knew who he was. I'm not like that. I don't yeah. care. And she was Akon. Right. Didn't he like so, pump a girl on stage? He's like a uh, bad person, I don't person, know. Right? But yeah. anyway, so one girl was like, wait, so like, are you a woman that used to be a man or something? This is in June. June 3rd, my birthday is. Oh and my I was, God, this year? was like yeah. a few months ago? Uh-huh. And I was like, um, I was like, I, I was like, uh, I, would be like, I was like, I can't believe, I was like, I was like, yeah, what? And then Akon was like, whoa. And I was like, uh, let me tell you something. She was, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just really blunt. And I was like, well, let me tell you what the difference between blunt and ignorant is. And I sat her down. <gasps> oh my God. And I, I told, and I was nice about it. And oh I said, I you this. do not ask someone that, that way or in that tone. If you have a question about someone's gender identity or their sexual identity, you just say like, hey, I'm curious. You know, are how you, do you identify? Are, are, how do you identify? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it's so fucking easy and, to be respectful, I and don't... It's, it's it's it makes you feel better that you're being respectful, right? So this girl, whatever, I told her this, and at the end, Acom was like, "Thank you." He told her to shut up at one point. She was like trying to fight me, like not oh like God. actually, but like come back. He's like, "Yo, shut up, let her talk." And afterwards, he got <clears> up. He's like, "Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Like that was really educational. Gave me a hug, and then we took a picture together." Oh well, maybe but, he is growing. I know, but, uh, right? Everyone, there's always room for growth. Convict but music. I mean, that stuff still happens, and I just think that like you really should be conscientious to use that word again about what you're saying to people in general and how you would feel if someone like asked you. And like I know we always say that, and like you know. Don't say or treat however you wouldn't want to be but talked to. But it really is so but it's true. it's true. Those elementary things are true, and we don't we forget about that stuff. Would you say that it's easy, that it would be better to just not ask at all? No. If you're curious and it's going to affect the mood or yeah. here's what I – this is my all-time – this is the one thing that I'm to this day self-conscious about. Are people talking about me? Mm. Do Are they wondering if I'm transgender? Even if they haven't heard me speak yet, are they like what if they know nothing about me? Um, and it's a really bad feeling, and it really is never gets it never gets better when you like, even if they're not, just having that overhanging thing of like, is someone talking about me right now? Are they wondering? Are they talking about it? Like I, you know, you never also know someone who knows each other. Like oh yeah, you just don't know, and it's a really it's not great. 
I think we um, get that a little bit. Yeah. Because we don't know. I mean, know everyone can understand know that. Who we are. Yeah. Because we're definitely not that famous not enough to that. like have people like follow us, but like sometimes like in public places, it's definitely not as intense. Oh, I didn't even but mean like, like that. Yeah. No, but no, no, true. It's like kind of similar. No, but true. Just not on a level of. Like who severity, I am as a exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I that level, but I, I was, yeah. I could empathize yeah. with like just that idea that you're being watched and whispered about. But it's then you, just, and then you feel almost silly because then you're like, well, what, like, what, what, what if they're not? Well, but like, so my freshman year of college, um, this girl's like in ROTC, like the army. This big girl, she's oh god, she's like the sweetest, most gorgeous person. Named Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Uh, I don't know if she'll be hearing this. I'll send it to her maybe. And. Um, she told this story to me senior year after we were friends. She's like, I was staring at you on the first day of freshman year of college because you were so beautiful. And you turned to me and you go, what are you looking at? And like, I would do that. Like, I would see people looking at me. And I'd be like, what are you looking at? Can I help you? Like, but I, was I like, get that. Like, <laughs> yeah, and but yesterday, like, there's this group of guys that were like pointing at me and giggling. And I was like, but you Hi. know what? But she was just looking at me because she thought I was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, my God. I find myself doing that all the time. And like, it's not. And I'm so afraid that. Like, people will read it as, like, I'm staring. Oh, my gosh. Corey, slow down. You do not need to get it's your shirt wet right now. Here. Did you see the shirt, by the way? I was trying to read it. A woman have to be modest in order to be respected, and I agree. Right? Thank you. Good for you, girl. Anyway. Um, moving on. I forgot what we were talking Dribble, about. Dribble. But <laughs> I think that's a great place to leave off on. Okay. Yeah. I do. I feel like we really covered the, the ups, the downs, and... The insides. You, definitely the, the insides. And the, and the dilation. And the dilation. <laughs> not for your eyes not or your not, cervix. Yeah, and we're not, not talking your eyes, honey. <laughs> yeah. Now, where can people find you online, Corey? Uh, Instagram at I am Corey Ray, like I igloo M Mary, not we'll I it, am. We'll have it in the podcast <laughs> description, right, Mark? I'm Corey Ray Mark on is Instagram. Mark yes, so don't worry about spelling Thank it. You, people check Mark. the description. Um, at I'm Corey Ray on Instagram, you can find my blog and my profiles, which I just launched on CoreyRay.com. And that's pretty much it, right? Awesome. I highly recommend, wow, going through uh, puberty so your voice doesn't crack, but um, <laughs> I highly recommend following Corey. She is just your followers are the best. Yeah, they they are real followers. They really are, and they message me. By the way, they DM I, me like once a week, at least once a week, and are like, "You need to collab with Chris yes. Clemens." Like, have you thought about doing? I saw you from Chris Clemens. Like, people still see that video. By the way, yes, and they I like know. this week even someone was like, "Hey, I just saw you from Chris Clemens' video. Like, you're amazing." I'm like, ah. yes. so you're welcome, guys. Good. I'm yeah. S- yeah I <laughs> I just think you're such an incredible person. Thank I you. think you have. You're so. I think you're kind of cool. <laughs> you're okay. Yeah, Christine's like, oh, you've probably got wouldn't a, invite such a back. spirit about you. But Shut no, you really do. You really do. You really like, do that. Oh, it's so important to tell the people. Like, no, I, I just you. I just like I, making fun of you. A lot. Yeah, yeah, you are. Brings me joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that yeah. note, follow Christine and I on our social medias. I'm Chris Clemens, and she's C. Sidelco. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. This was Yay. awesome. Thank yes. you so much. Bye, guys. Dum, dum, dum. Barigato, Mr. Roboto. That too. Dum, 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 dum,